Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Your Birth Bestie Podcast. Today, I will be sharing my best tips for dealing with and preventing nausea and vomiting in that first trimester. Some women are lucky enough to not experience this at all, but for the majority of us, it's our reality at some point and comes in a wide range of severity of symptoms. So whether your nausea comes and goes and is pretty mild, all the way on the other end of things when moms have severe morning sickness called hyperemesis gravidarum. I hope you find some relief soon and that this episode can give you some ideas or things to talk about with your provider as your options if needed. And then if you are feeling really, really crummy and maybe you're only five or six weeks pregnant and don't have an appointment scheduled for several more weeks with your provider, please don't hesitate to reach out to that clinic and get some help. Many moms don't feel supported before that first visit, which is what I talked about in the last episode, but I just want you to know that there are options out there for you to be able to manage this and to feel better as soon as possible. Hey there, I'm Beth Connors, a midwife and mom of two, but also your birth bestie. In this podcast, we'll dive deep into everything you need to feel confident, prepared, and in control from baby bump to delivery room, from practical tips to personal stories. We'll cover it all so you know exactly what to expect every step of the way. Let's get into it. So let's first start by talking about what causes pregnancy nausea and how long this can actually or typically last for. The two things happening here are the increase of HCG, or human chorionic gonadotropin, which is that hormone that you're testing for when you take an at-home pregnancy test. And that hormone continues to rise and actually doubles every three days or so for the first eight to 10 weeks. So I usually tell moms that the peak pregnancy nausea is usually around nine weeks, and then we'll hopefully start to taper off from there. The second thing is changing hormones, including estrogen and progesterone, which can actually lead to nausea. Those hormone changes can affect the digestive system and also the brain's response to certain stimuli, to food aversions, and really the overall sensation of nausea. So from four or five weeks, if you're someone that gets morning sickness early to about 10 weeks or so, sometimes even more, around 12 to 14 weeks or even longer, which it can definitely feel like forever, but this is a really common normal part of those hormone changes and increase in HCG. So it's hard to predict how your body will respond to those pregnancy changes, but that's also why I think it's really important to have several different ideas of things that you might want to try if you do start to become nauseous um, and you don't feel very well. Because, of course, we do still have other responsibilities like work or other kids to care for or maybe both. So it can be really challenging to navigate that first trimester and all of those different pregnancy changes and hormone changes, emotions, all of those things. So usually nausea does go away. So hang in there for hopefully just a couple more weeks or um, until things start to taper off. And then for the moms out there who maybe don't have any symptoms of nausea or food eversions at all, which seems super nice, right? I have actually seen these moms though really struggle as well because they feel that in order to have a healthy pregnancy, they should for some reason need to be really sick because that indicates their HCG levels are rising and everything is good, right? So you can see how this can actually cause a lot of worry if a mom is feeling totally fine or maybe if her symptoms go away for a day or two. They are wondering if their baby's okay. 
But I do want to reassure you that if you can relate to this, that you don't have to feel awful and nauseous all the time to have a healthy pregnancy and a healthy baby. Some women are just not sensitive to those hormonal changes. And my advice would be to try to enjoy those days that you aren't feeling sick. Because honestly, at any point, it could pop up where you start to feel nauseous or those symptoms start to come and go. And focusing on something being wrong without anything else to support that when you're actually feeling well should definitely be avoided. It's easy to worry when your experience maybe isn't like your best friends or your sisters or others that are commenting on what is going on and comparing themselves to you or you comparing yourselves to their experience, but none of that is helpful at all. So just a reminder that really every pregnancy is unique and there is no universal way that every mom should be feeling. Okay, so now for some ideas on how to prevent nausea from happening in the first place. And really the goal here is to stabilize your hormones and support your overall well-being. The first things I want to mention is stabilizing blood sugar levels by eating balanced meals and small snacks, including a combination of a protein and a carb. For me and many women, I know this to be true, but carbs are easy to eat usually in pregnancy, right? I could eat all of the pasta, crackers, bread. It's really the protein part that I struggle with. And what I found this pregnancy to help me with that has been putting unflavored collagen or an organic protein powder mix into smoothies. The brand I recently found is called Promix, and they have a great unflavored collagen that I've been using. So something to think about if you are struggling as well with protein um, that can really help stabilize your blood sugar. And protein is also just important for a healthy pregnancy. Also, eating small, frequent meals throughout the day helps prevent an empty stomach, which can also trigger nausea and that dip in blood sugar. So small, frequent meals. This is also hard too when you don't feel like eating, but if you can just try to take little bites of something throughout the day, that can be helpful. But all we can really do is the best that we can, right? So if this isn't possible for you, that is okay too. I know it is such a hard time in that first trimester, or it really can be. I know I have been struggling myself the last several weeks, definitely looking forward to being 13 weeks next week. And in that second trimester, hoping things are going to start to get better, which they have a little bit, but the nausea isn't completely gone yet. So definitely looking forward to that. Um, I'm doing the same things that you are probably doing, all of these things mentioned in this episode, trying to kind of just cope with what's being thrown at me now. So Another idea I have for you is magnesium-rich foods like nuts, seeds, whole grains, um, and wheat or supplements that you can take also with magnesium can help with nausea and the digestive system. I have mentioned this brand before, but I take pure encapsulation supplements and those have worked out great for me. So something to consider if maybe you are looking for a new supplement. Taking your prenatal vitamins at night can also help avoid nausea as well if those are something that kind of are hard to tolerate, especially in the morning when you have an empty stomach and maybe that nausea is more intense in the morning. The last thing I wanted to mention too is movement. And we all know how good exercise is for us, but it was definitely the first thing that completely went out the window when I was not feeling great in my first trimester. So if you can relate, please know that you are not alone and you will get back into it eventually. So if you can maybe do a few minutes of stretching or a 10 minute walk a few times a day, or really literally moving your body 
in any way for any amount of time that you can tolerate has the potential to really impact your body and mind and help you feel better, even though it's maybe the last thing that you want to do. So listen to your body and do the best you can. It is all that you can do at this point is, you know, that first trimester survival mode. And that is okay to feel this way and to maybe not be as motivated, but I hope there will be some easier days coming up for you ahead here. These proactive measures that we have been talking about can really help to minimize hormonal fluctuations and provide nutritional support, hopefully helping you have a more comfortable first trimester. And then despite your efforts to try to prevent nausea, let's talk about ways to treat it once it is something that happens. Everyone has their own opinions and things that work for them, so I will name several of them that seem to work for myself and for many of the women I work with, and you can kind of choose which ones you would like to try. So many moms love those preggy pops that you can buy at Target or on Amazon. There's ginger or peppermint lozenges or teas that can help, ginger ale or Sprite, mint or sour candy like Sour Patch Kids. Also, drinking water with lemon in it can be really helpful and refreshing. Chewing gum, I have found to be helpful. There are also anti-nausea bands for people that get seasick, and they are called C-bands that use acupressure points in your wrist, and I personally think they work great. So in my opinion, they're definitely worth a try. Some people they don't work for, but it's a very low-cost, low-intervention kind of thing, so it's worth a try if you are feeling nauseous. And then if these things don't work, you can also talk to your provider about different medications that are offered. The first line that is usually offered is something called Diclegis, which is actually a super expensive medication that I am not sure if insurance covers fully, but what it really is, is a combination of two other pills called Unisom, which is a sleep aid, and vitamin B6. And this is a very inexpensive option that is the same as diclegis and can be effective. So it's just taking those two pills instead of combining them into the one that is diclegis. One downfall is that Unisom can actually make you feel really sleepy because it's a sleep aid and not everybody loves taking this on a daily basis in order to help their nausea. So something to try and know that is out there, but it might not be the best fit for everyone. If this doesn't work, there are other medications too that can be prescribed. Sometimes it does take time to find a regimen that works for you, and it might even have to be tweaked as pregnancy progresses. So really just communicating with your provider is really important here. And then if things are not going well, you're vomiting all day long, can't keep any food or drink down, you're losing weight, you're dehydrated and fatigued, these are not normal signs. This could actually be severe morning sickness or something called hyperemesis gravidarum that really needs more intensive regimen of medications and support, sometimes hospitalization for IV hydration. Some women, though, will fight through some of these really awful symptoms, but knowing that there is a chance that you could have this condition if these are something that you are experiencing, I think is really important to know about, and making sure that you're seeking care when it's necessary is just important to know for you to get through this maybe really difficult time. Of course, I hope this doesn't happen for you because nobody wants to have to go through these struggles on a day-to-day basis, but finding support to handle the mental aspect of this condition too can be really helpful. Pregnancy can be such an exciting time, but it can absolutely be 
such a challenging journey too, especially in that first trimester. So finding ways to cope and like I said before, you know, surviving the challenges in whatever way works for you, I think that is really what we're all aiming for in those first 12 weeks. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope your pregnancy nausea symptoms are very mild. And if they're not, I hope you find the resources and the support that you need. As you progress throughout your pregnancy, I would also love to invite you to my virtual pregnancy support group starting in February of 2024. It will be a 12-week program where we will meet on Zoom for an hour every single week to talk through pregnancy, birth, postpartum prep, and newborn care. There will be also a lot of other bonuses too, including access to my online birth course, 24-7 community support, and evidence-based resources to help you make informed decisions during pregnancy and labor and birth. If you're interested, please fill out the form in the show notes or DM me the word group on Instagram and you'll be the first to get all the details. I am so excited to meet many of you soon and we'll see you back here next Tuesday. Bye everyone.